DraftSociety.com presents a Premier League Draft Fantasy Podcast. Welcome to the Key Pass Collective. Your exclusive source for the information, analysis, and advice you need to dominate your fantasy leagues. Come on in. We've been expecting you. What's happening, draft heads? Welcome back into the Key Pass Collective. My name is Joe Williams. I'll be your host for this and every or most episodes, unless I'm on jury duty for the next year and a half. <laughs> but thank you to Ryan Toddy and, of course, William Jennings Bryant for filling in uh, for me while I was gone. Greatly appreciate that. What a team. These guys are incredible. Uh, but normally I'll be with you here. And um, again, this this is the Key Pass Collective. Thanks for tuning in. We are the audio companion to the Draft Society website. The Draft Society, of course, is your spot for your rankings, your stats, your articles, everything that you need to dominate this draft game. So do you want to win your league? Do you want to win some money? Do you want to have bragging rights? Do you want to maybe get a trophy if that exists? And if it doesn't, make your league do it. Well, then go ahead and head over to the Draft Society. If you're willing uh, to also part with five dollars american per month uh we've got loads of extras for you just heaps heaps and heaps of extras for you player projections weekly rest of season rankings fixture difficulty trackers set piece takers uh set piece taker tracker shall i say um confidential trade advice forms ghost point trackers and a an accompanying article from ryan um a draft premier league resource databases on there uh, that we don't talk about very often, but it's kind of cool. Uh, there's there's a lot. There's just so much. So check it out uh, and uh, help us keep the lights on. All right, let's go ahead and move right along. By the way, if you are noticing uh, a little bit of extra bass in my voice today, it is not because I'm doing a Ryan Barnes impression. It is uh, instead <laughs> it's instead the fact that I am getting over a sickness. So on top of jury duty. I also had uh, a pretty severe head cold earlier this week, but hey, things are fine. It's good. We're remaining positive. Um, <laughs> everything is fine here. Ryan, speaking of with the bassy voice, how are you, my friend? You are you there? You did you did you leave? Toddy, are <laughs> Toddy, are you there? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I I I had I had half mind to just stay silent. <laughs> 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 and let let you think. Um, and she's like, "What the hell did I do?" This, this is... <laughs> <laughs> let you think that we had all abandoned you. <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm here. Um, although my voice doesn't uh, look it, but I'm I'm uh, positively elated with um, with the wonderful Champions League result. Oh um, yes, from our uh, favorite Liverpool. Um, who had been, who had been um, pretty dominant against uh, VRL, but we had we had some. I mean, I personally had some fears about um, about um, taking down that incredible Unai Emery low block, but um, alas, um, yeah, brilliance of the Liverpool team. Yes, shone, shone through. 
It was yeah, it was good. I I, I it, like you shared some of those reservations uh, of being potentially caught on the counter attack and and we you know we being Liverpool and Liverpool fans uh, have had trouble breaking down low blocks in the past, right? So I've I was nervous yeah. about that. Yeah, it's a good call, Ryan. I think we've got you back, right? Yeah, can you All hear right. me? All right. Yes, we can. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, quickly boycotting now? based on being called a, a baritone or a bassy yeah. voice. So yeah. I've gotten over it. A um, literal silent protest. Yeah. <laughs> Just going to push through now. It's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm hoping my voice holds up throughout this whole thing. But if uh, I've got a couple squeaks uh, back like I'm in middle school, then you have to forgive me. But um, <laughs> But yeah, you doing okay, Ryan? Yeah, all good. Uh, oh, just shy uh, under a week out from draft to Palooza, so mm. we're getting there. Oh yes, oh yes. I'm so happy. And and after I got sick over this last weekend, uh, I immediately took a COVID test and was just praying to everything that is holy that it wasn't COVID, and it wasn't. So that was really awesome. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully, I, uh, I did the same thing. I was sick <laughs> as well um this last week uh so so yeah i think um we need to wrap ryan in cotton wool yeah <laughs> so, so that we're in in, a, in one of those ha- big hamster bubbles so that he doesn't get sick we had mm-hmm. we had or we are already immune yeah um we had already gotten sick um uh wjb as well yeah i think he he, uh, he had the vid yeah um, he legit had COVID. he yeah. actually yeah yeah yeah, so um, we'll all be traveling to Lisbon, uh, fully, fully um, immune to all the anything ailments we we yeah. had, uh, except for I, obviously, not from old man hangovers. Well, otherwise, that's 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 fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I I actually had t- had some time to have a look through the doc that you had <laughs> planned. Um, be me being oh, the uh, hours um, of work you finally got to peruse at your <laughs> convenience. That's that's nice. Exactly. Exactly. Your thoughts? Um, my thoughts is, are that <laughs> um, the amount of drinking that is planned is not <laughs> planned for um, not for for thirty plus years old um, men who 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 yeah. I assume do not. Genie uh, consulted on this. Drink, <laughs> um, drink um, heavily daily. Um, a lot of red but, bull. But yeah, I think um, we we may need to resort to alternative uh, methods. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. There's some optional stops on there, you know, just to we'll we'll yeah. take the, we'll take the temperature of the group and see how we're doing. If we need to if we need to cut out one of the ingenious spots, then we can do that. It's a That's menu. Fine. Yeah, we'll pick, yeah, we'll pick what we <laughs> like, want. I only rest. need some some water breaks. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that works. That works. Yep. <laughs> Bringing hangover pills will be fine. Yep, we're good. Yeah. And uh, I guess they do they have blue Gatorade in um <laughs> in Portugal. Blue Gatorade is my 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 secret weapon. Is it? Man, yeah, is that it, used man. to be mine too. Absolutely. I've projectile vomited blue Gatorade the next day <laughs> many times. <laughs> I mean, I'll. I think my method will be tested severely this weekend, but I have a foolproof method that has gotten me through every hangover um, for the last five years. Do tell. It is um, right after you get home to 
painkillers and a liter or preferably a liter and a half um, of water. Consumed. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. And that, I that, mean, that's rookie stuff. It is rookie Hydrate stuff. Hydrate heavily. It yeah. works. It works. You get you you piss your way through the evening. Chumbawamba. <laughs> hey, yeah. I mean, <laughs> at times I I just wait for this for the uh, subsequent um, um, urination to commence while I <laughs> while I'm on the toilet with the previous one, but. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> but um it does work so um you you still obviously you're tired the next day but you're not hungover so i will be uh testing that method out with um uh, with um heavy drinking as well oh. i i usually i usually oh, Lord. don't don't do that, i hope it doesn't that, come that to that drinking i hope it doesn't I, come uh, to that but i have a colombian concoction called bone fiest um which went through their process unregulated so it's god knows what's in it but it works 60 okay. percent of the time <laughs> every time i love it <laughs> all right let's push on I mean, here lads i i think yeah, just I think the last la- last last <laughs> word is that i think the f- most foolproof way of avoiding uh hangover is to start drinking very early so that you're just fully drunk the whole time. Pass out at nine a.m., nine p.m. Yep. yep. Mm. Early, early to bed. Yeah. Early, early, early to drink. Early to bed is yeah. what they s- never say. But that's. I mean, I mean, that's gonna be now. our group tattoo. <laughs> yeah, and it's so, <laughs> it's such, it's so beautiful. It's such a, it's such a poetic uh, verse that I came up with there. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Drinking is a lot better as when you're older. Yeah. No, agreed. All right. Today on the show, <laughs> we've got true or false for this week's version. Uh, this week's this week's true or false coming at you. And then we've got game week 35 already. My God. Game week 35 prep. And then a little segment to wrap it up called Under the Radar, where we're going to hit you with uh, any sneaky little kind of cheeky tactics we have or players to add now uh, that could give managers a slight, even the slightest advantage in these final game weeks but first let's go ahead and hit up some tell me the truth you owe me that much all right there we go that is the cue so schwarzenegger has given us the uh, rite of passage into the true or false segment and the first one ryan is this uh your handiwork it is, yes. You've been banging on about Lester for a couple of weeks here, and I, I see your concerns have, have come to fruition. <laughs> I have, yeah. I feel like I've been proven right uh, the past couple of weeks. I think so. I feel like it'll continue. So All right, give us the true or false. Yeah, the impetus behind uh, this one. So, other than Schmeichel, goalkeeper, no one from Lester <laughs> will play both games in the DGW 36. Oh, man. I'm assuming you think this is true. I don't. I okay. think it's. I think it's close. I think maybe you mean one... start though, right? Start, not play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start both games. Yeah. I I think a random defender, maybe like a James Justin, could start both. Um, 
maybe a Dewsbury Hall, but otherwise, I, I really don't think um, I don't think more than three players tops will play both games. Hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, three three is a conservative guess. I, I'd I'd be on board with three. Just the one is is out there. I mean, it's it's a perfect true or false. Um, but I'd say false as well. Yeah, I would tend to agree. I think at least, at least for me, I think Schmeichel and Dewsbury Hall get get both. Um, I mean, he, he's young enough where you can send the lad out there and let him turn his legs into jelly. I mean, I'd yeah, maybe one of the forwards because like now would now would. I mean, I was going to say with Vardy back, um, I guess probably he's not going to start either 35 or um, or the Europa Conference League game. But he did come on as a sub, so that, that would suggest that he might be able to start 35. But then again, that would mean that there are three players for that position anyway, so... That's even worse. Worse <laughs> and than then when surely they he wouldn't two. go thirty-six. Yeah, just yeah. coming back from injury. Yeah. Well, let's listen to this uh, lineup. I don't know if this is a placeholder or not, but this is the lineup that currently that FF Scout has uh, in their predicted lineups: Vardy, Lookman, and Albrighton up top. Sumari, Mendy, Dewsbury, <laughs> Hall, Justin, Amarty, Soyuncu, Thomas, Schmeichel, of course. Yep. Full rotation. Insane. I mean, I I don't think that's out of the question. That sounds like... I think it's pretty sound, likely. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Sounds like a likely lineup. That's what they've been doing the past couple of weeks when they've had Conference League, just a full, a full rotation between the Prem. But then the second game, they come back after the Conference League's over. They come back with their strongest 11. So you're going to get the B team in the first one, probably the A team in the second one. Okay, so, okay. All right, so this leaves us with several difficult questions. Yeah, yeah, um, so if Madison doesn't start the first one, do you still go with him? Oh, you're playing uh, Madison. The answer is yes. Yeah, but what about the other guys? I'm not sure many others are worth fielding. What do you mean other guys? The, I mean, we're talking about Like the 36. Fofana, like the Evans, whatever. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Any of the other A-team guys, if they only get one. No, I think... The only guy I I would uh, play is Vardy. If the situation goes, he starts 35, doesn't start the Conference League, doesn't start the first game of 36. I'd be pretty confident that he goes, and he's on the bench. Mm. I'd be pretty confident that he goes the next two. The tasty part about it is... You get Norwich in the second one. So normally yeah. you, you wouldn't want to risk it just for like a random, just one-off, especially when there's a lot of DGWers out there. But the temptation of getting Norwich in the second one is, yeah, is it's huge. But no, I mean, Norwich or Everton in a single match, you're that's an, a, that's an amazing matchup. So why, if you know that all Brighton's going to play one, why would you not play him? I mean, we're... You, I think we agree that any of the guys who play the first okay. are viable options to play. Okay. We are thinking more along the lines of who would you play who 
doesn't start the first. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so if I'm if I'm seeing Albrighton in that lineup, uh, I might even stash him ahead of time, or I might go ahead and slot him in against Everton, go ahead, run him out, and then hope for some substitute minutes against Norwich. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'd, I'd even go that far... Um, to to suggest that maybe if he puts in a good shift, then he uh, might be might have a chance of going in the second one. Mm. Knowing that they have the conference league in between, yeah, and we will have we will have um, the knowledge of how the first leg went by game week thirty six, so we will know. How invested they will be in that um, in that uh, matchup. So if like if they go three nil down to Roma in the first game, then then they need to refocus for the EPL. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that that makes sense. Okay, interesting. Um, man, that's gonna be a headache. That's definitely gonna be a headache for owners. I think. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Uh, anything else to add on Lester assets? Not really. Okay. No. All right. This one's for me. Um, this one's just kind of, I don't know, it, just with all the hype and with all the talk, um, especially with a little wink and, and a nod to, uh, real Kaholics, uh, who lives in he- right here with, right here in Raleigh with me. Um, Bruno G will not eclipse 10 points. In any single match, rest of season. How do you guys feel about that? That's, that's false. I'm gonna say false too. Okay. Burnley, Burnley last match. Um, he's a good shot of doing that, or just like nicking a return in one of these three. Although their schedule is, is pretty rough, the next three. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think I'll. I don't think he is he's done enough to feature in our in our ghost point tracker yet. Um, I don't think he's he's played enough uh, percentage of the games to to qualify. But but um, I think he has a decent decent ish floor um, to to be quite confident that. He either gets a return or gets to ghost ghost ten. So his his uh, what I think three starts without getting a return um, has yielded 0.5, 3.5, and eight point five. But that was kind of earlier on as he was getting his footing. Um, yeah, I'd have to delve into the ghost points from the games, the last three games in which he's gotten a return in each game. Uh, to figure that out, but yeah, it seems like he's got a floor between like five and eight. Okay, so that's that's sub ten. Yeah, <laughs> it is sub ten. He'd, but uh, he'd still need to get a return, I think, and I, I just think he'll nick one at least before the end of the season, probably in the Burnley game. Yeah. Or yeah. But I mean, like, so so you see, kind of like the the sort of the cheeky line of thinking I'm getting at here, right? Like. I, yeah. I just think people are going to be... I trade really, him out at a high. Yeah, 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 right yeah. Now. Exactly, yeah, yeah. People are over the moon with him right now, and, and I just think, like, you know, I mean, he's obviously, if you if you sort by the scoring of the last 60 days, he's in the top 
six right now, which is insane. Um, but he is, he's a prime sell high candidate. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think can all get... big Newcastle assets are. Yeah. Hmm. Dan Byrne, even? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, because comparatively, they their value will be so low because, uh, like, no DGW's vacuum, bad schedule. Exactly in a, in a vacuum, you're probably okay starting him in thirty seven with Arsenal there, but you'll have the pick of Leicester, um, Everton, Crystal Palace, Burnley, and Aston Villa. Most of those guys will have quite a few um, free agents lying around um, to pick up as a double game week option as opposed to any of the Newcastle assets. And at the end of the day, you, they are playing Arsenal, um, who, who will, will hopefully will have, um, will have um, sorted out their, um, their top four finish about that game. by then but but um, yeah that will be that will be a tough ish game for them so so yeah I think I can see I can see in a vacuum starting a Newcastle player there either in in defense or or one of one of the less fancied options but but I, I just think that the options that will be available to you um, Will be so plentiful that that you'll end up not starting the Newcastle players. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So it's like uh, a a sad farewell to to your Newcastle stars who've done so well for you, but uh, their 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 fixture list is brutal. It just really is. It's pretty rough. Um, Liverpool, City, Arsenal, Burnley. Of course. I mean, you end it with Burnley, which is great, but but yeah, it's gonna be. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. All right. Uh, let's move right along to the next one here. Okay. This was another one of mine. Um, and again, kind of I'm probably, you know, uh, you could say taking the piss a little bit. But um, <laughs> but still, I'm I just I'm just poking the bear just to see what happens, just to see if uh, we can think about this in, in a way that might be interesting. So N'Golo Kante will have the highest rest-of-season total score of any Chelsea player. <laughs> I, I, li- I like, I like uh, the notion. Yeah. <laughs> I think it will be a non-obvious choice, but I don't think it will be Conte. Okay. So I think it will be someone like... Um, uh, Ruben Loftus Cheek. Oh, that's even that's that's me. Maybe even more out there, uh, but but RLC has had um, in the last four starts, he has had, and he started the last four games. Yeah, so he's had uh, nine, eleven point five, six point five, and twelve. Pure ghosts. Okay. And then, so what's what is what is Conte looking at? It's got to be something similar, right? 
Conte, I will tell you what Conte is looking at. Um, similar, I'd, I think, but um, I doubt he plays all of them. Like, he's he's been so iffy this season with availability. So, Conte has, um, as well, started the last four. And it's pretty similar, to be honest. It's 15 with an assist, 14, 4.5, and 9.5. Hmm, okay. I don't... I mean, looking now, looking now, looking at uh, this Conte form, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. <laughs> if, you, if, you're, if you're willing to open it up saying either Conte or Loftus-Cheek will, ha will have the highest rest of the season total as a, any single Chelsea player, I can buy into that. I'll okay. say that. That is true. All right. All right. Ryan, what's your thought on that? Uh, I'm going to say false. Uh, my initial um, thinking was, was also potentially Loftus-Cheek, but I, I still think that Alonso will probably uh, outscore both of them. So I think he'll I think he'll start most of them, and he just scores the best. So your your thought is Alonso is the highest. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. But the so the the reason I mean all of these questions are written in such a way I mean such as this segment right, but all this all these questions are are written in such a way where basically it's hinting at something deeper, something greater that's going on there, right? So Toddy, I mean what we're what we're talking about clearly is still the the Chelsea, what do you want to call it, inconsistency? Well, it's. I think it's. It's. It's a bad, bad, bad combination of rotation, nothing to play for, and general ineptitude in front of goal. And at the end of the day, most of our scoring system is um, highly rewarding for goals and actions around creating goals, and they just don't do enough of that. Right. Yeah. And I think yeah, that's the that's the end of it. Yeah, I would tend to tend to agree with that. Um and especially like, you know, obviously we've we've noted recently about how um you could say weighted uh key passes are in in this system and whether or not that gets addressed anytime soon is something maybe we'll have a conversation about <laughs> later with the community, but um the fact that those still are quite the, you know, the, the, what do you want to say? Determining factor to success uh, means that, yeah, Chelsea having not a lot of those <laughs> yeah, but is an in, issue. Yeah, but in, 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 in any other team that creates so much, like creates on par with being a top four team, they have goal scorers who will overpower the the ghosters like if you look at city if you look at um liverpool if you look at arsenal you have good ghost point getters mm -hmm. but at the end of the day although key passes are overpowered in in this scoring system um goals are the um main main source of 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 points so at the end of the day if your team creates enough and uh does create uh 
and 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 actually scores the goals that the key passes are um, leading to, then the goals, the the players getting the goals and the assists will be at the top of the rankings, as opposed to looking at a team like Chelsea who who create less and score less than than they are expected. Mm. And I and I am saying this not knowing their um under or over performance of their um XG and XA, which um uh, I will talk slowly enough so that I can <laughs> <laughs> so that I can get to the table to say that and no I am wrong on that. Oh really? Um yeah well they are um they are overperforming their XG and they are overperforming their X goals against. Wow. Um, which is a surprise, but that just, that's just, it reiterates another point exactly. that, they, that they don't create enough. Right. Um, to, to, to actually, like, um, the big thing, if, if, um, you, from the, from the XG, uh, stats, and this is coming from understat, um, you do see the gap between, the top two and the rest like um Chelsea's XG is 58 Arsenal's 54 Spurs is 55 United's 53 West Ham is 50 uh City's 77 mm. Liverpool's 83 okay so yeah I'm 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 just saying that that Although we had at some point in the season uh, thought of Chelsea as a top top uh, team, they clearly are not that, and that is reflected in their in their um, player scores. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Especially love anytime you can bring stats into it to prove uh, exactly what we're trying to say, which is great. Aside from just having a hunch. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, okay, solid. Um, okay, so I suppose we've talked Chelsea a lot lately, so we could probably leave it at that. Uh, there's another one here. I think that this was uh, Ryan's brainchild. There are no West Ham players worth rostering rest of season. No West Ham players worth rostering rest of season. Ryan, do you have any thoughts on this one? I think you're muted, friend. Yeah, sorry about that. There he is. All right. God, I've had <laughs> audio issues the entire time. Um, <laughs> I wrote it in such a way that I um, absolutely think it's true. Um, they are clearly focused on Europa League, rightly so, in the semifinals. None of their players, their big assets, even when they have played lately, have been doing anything. Bowen has been abysmal the last couple of weeks. They have no recognized center backs left other than CMFD, and he's suspended for Arsenal. Right. So they're, they're, they're going to be a sieve the rest of the season. And there's so many other better options that do have TGWs and something to play for and have their assets firing. I just I don't see 
a good asset that I would want to roster rest of season if I had if I didn't have the room. So I'm gonna say true. Okay, hold hold on. So does this mean let's I would drop Bowen right now, yes. You would if drop, I had to. You would drop Bowen and Antonio. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'd obviously tr- trade them to get something for them, but if I absolutely had to, yeah. Interesting. Okay, I love it. It's a hot take. This is almost like a genie take, Ryan. Depending <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, on what you mean by that, but yeah. Uh, Toddy, what do you we're think ju- on that? We're just, we're just trying to emulate the great one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we all are. Um, yeah, I I like it honestly. I like it, and um, the fixtures line up in such a way that um, that that will have the first leg um, tomorrow for the semifinal. We'll have game week thirty five, which is gonna be a tricky enough game against Arsenal in um there between the two legs of this semi-final so um obviously you do want um i think probably a west ham player is is the only player that you are uh, considering starting in the world's biggest double game week as a single game weeker uh, as they are facing Norwich, but if they win their semi-final, then there's no way of knowing who that player is gonna be that you want to start. Obviously, you're starting Bowen against Norwich ahead of the likes of Brownhill and 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 players like that that you yeah. can pick up pick up in a double game week. Um, but um, but as 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 you are. You're not confident in in getting getting um, those players actually starting um, against Norwich. Then I don't hate dropping them. And obviously after that it's Man City, um, which is which is a wash. And then Brighton at the end. Um, yeah, I don't hate it. I I would drop any West Ham player um, if I were to um need to do that yeah i mean man our beloved suchek uh unfortunately has uh really struggled this season seemed to encounter a, a rare vein of form what maybe a month or two back and has has continued to kind of struggle so i mean he's included in this list uh, even with his quote unquote ghost points that you can usually depend on but this season haven't quite been there yeah, yeah, everything, everybody's in there. Okay. All right, fair enough. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the final one. Uh, and this one is just, I think, more Bants than it is really uh, draft fantasy uh, at all uh, relevant, but still interesting. Um, so I believe Ryan put this on here. Stevie G is losing his Liverpool job as we speak, his future Liverpool job. Stevie G is losing his future Liverpool job as we speak. Very interesting on this one. Ryan, thought process behind this? Sheer frustration with yeah. <laughs> Villa over the past several months um, under his under his tutelage. 
I have seen absolutely no improvement. In fact, they're just getting worse. It's it's an eyesore to watch. And he came, obviously, still early days. You're going to give him next season. But I've seen nothing to lead me to believe that he is, um, you know, a coach of the future that could possibly um, be a, a good manager uh, for a, a enormous club like Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Um Obviously, as I said, the jury's still out, but from the the current um, returns, I just don't see it. Been more of a been more of a Lampard than an Arteta, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> and the the Rangers CV great, but yeah. if you can't replicate it in the Premier League, then it means fuck all. Well, and the Rangers CV would be like if he were to come into the Premier League and take over Liverpool. Essentially, right? I mean, like with those yeah, the step up, yeah. yeah, yeah, with those finances and with those, uh, with with that stature of the squad, um, having so much on the competition, pretty much. Yeah, I, I would just thought that you would be able to see at least kind of shoots of of uh, of growth, um, especially with it, there's a good crop of players here. It's not like he's working with with scraps. And he's tried different things, and none of them have worked. So I just want to see a, a little bit of progress to give me some hope that he's, you know, going to be one for the future. And I haven't seen it yet. Mm. Eh, that's frustrating, Toddy. What do you what do you think on this one? Someone who's a little bit closer to the uh, the Liverpool ways and and uh, the fandom. I I don't see it at all. Um, I think he's he's come in mid season. He's 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 had a rough time uh, putting together um, a squad ravaged by injuries um, and and players that he didn't bring in, but the former former coach brought in. That's true. So I think I think what he gets Dini every well, week. <laughs> Dini every week is a big one. That's a different um, story, though. That's if you, his... if you ever look at if you have a look at the um, decline or the start of the decline, it coincides with Marvelous Nakamba's injury. Oh, and he, poor I mean, he was... If your tactics was, depend on Marvelous Nakamba, then do me a favor. I mean, they don't depend on him, but... Oh, obviously. There was a... He fell off a cliff when Marvelous took a turn for the worse. <laughs> Marvelous. Um, Marvelous, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, just the evidence is clearly stacked. He loaned out El Ghazi. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I think, which is en- I mean, enough to fall out of your good graces right there. Yeah. So that's enough said. Yeah, fire you know, offense. <laughs> it does sound like a personal vendetta, though. It really is, I think, yeah. I mean, he has no results to, to prove otherwise. You know, I heard, I heard a story this week at school uh, that reminded me of the Digne uh, situation. So um, this is the first time I've ever heard of this. Apparently, so we have a carpool line um, where parents can drive through and drop off their, their students, right? So... This week, there was a massive holdup in the carpool line to the point where uh, the office had to come over the intercom and say, teachers, students are going to be late to class because we've had a holdup in the carpool line. Come to find out later in the day, it was a high school student 
um, I want to say this student was like 16 or 17 who was refusing to get out of the car. <laughs> Just <laughs> completely, <laughs> completely refusing. And the mother was like exasperated, you know, was like telling the child, you will get out of this car. You will, you will go to school. And the child just completely refused. The mother eventually just gave up and drove off with, with the child still in the car. (laughs) (laughs) This is DNA's illegitimate child or something. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Just about him like being tired and wanting to be subbed off because he stubbed a toe or whatever it was. Yeah. Tummy (laughs) broke collarbone. Yeah. Like he faked breaking a collarbone. I mean, uh, not that. Okay, fine, but yeah, but the the, the tummy ache thing, right? And, that was the, that. yeah. That's that's anyway. The, that's the yeah. first time I've heard of that. Be- happening. Peace to resistance of the injuries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So there was your true or false segment. Um, let's talk through some game week thirty five prep. Um, some of this may be with an eye to game week 36, as we've already sort of hinted at. Um, although we've been we've been warning you about this for a few weeks here, so so hopefully you're you're starting to bring in game week 36 assets already because um, now now would be the time. So let's talk through um, game week 35 and and any sort of players that maybe we're targeting or uh, players that you know maybe on the day of we could try to hopefully stream and and play the matchups, you know, kind of whatever you guys are thinking on, on 35 to help out some managers here. Ryan, you want to kick us off? Sure. I mean, perfect segue from underperforming Aston Villa, um, <laughs> advocating on picking up some of their players. Um, the, the beauty of Villa, especially if, like myself, you started sneakily um, getting in some of their assets uh, in previous weeks uh, in anticipation of this is that they have Norwich at home this week, and then they have two doubles in a row. Uh, the first one isn't as great because it has Liverpool at the end of it, but you get Burnley twice in the space of two double game weeks. Um, so Tyrone Mings is going to be feasting on aerials. Um, and the, the second game week has Crystal Palace and Burnley at home. Yeah. So that's going to be good uh, as well. So I like Mings. Um, Less so, Kansa and um, and Ashley Young. Ugh. Um, but in a pinch, you could do worse. Um, so, so Villa assets and Tati and I talked about this last week. But um, and we we had obviously wished that Buendia had gotten a run out this past game week, but they looked awful again against um, a Leicester that was at the beach, couldn't score a goal. Buendia again came in. Did a did a job. Um, looked pretty lively. So hoping he parlays a start this weekend against his former club into these double game weeks. In which case you got a steal if you're able to get him in on the cheap um, this week. So yeah, he's had. Like, like, oh, no. Sorry. He, yeah, he's had he's had four um, in 15 minutes, three and a half in 19 minutes, and three and a half in 10 minutes in the last three weeks. I mean, yeah. it's all about just getting getting actual time, getting a start. Yeah. I was joking with somebody, I think it was Jennings Bryan actually, about um, cheekily starting him in a double even if he is just getting bench minutes because he's got a floor of like seven in a double <laughs> and uh, the possibility of popping up for an attacking return. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I get there. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't think you actually probably would do that. Yeah. Are, couple, there, you know. are there any 
Villa assets you would start if if you didn't see them starting that first match in a double? I don't think so, right? Mm, no, because because the second match is Liverpool. Oh yeah, yeah. And what about it that yeah, second the, week? Mm, probably not either. Yeah. Um, no, you can't. You can't trust that that selection process. Yeah, they've yeah they're all over the place. Um, a couple other folks I like. Um, Tomiyasu is going to be coming back this week. He had a, a cameo um, at home to Manchester United. Looked pretty lively in the first like ten minutes. I'm assuming he comes back and starts, unless there was a setback in training this week. Um, in which case, great. On paper, looks like a, a tough matchup, but again, West Ham is only going to have actually no recognized center backs. They're going to have Declan Rice probably in a back three with God knows who else, Ben Johnson and some youth team player. Um, <laughs> and they're going to have their, their B team otherwise, so I like I like fielding him in that. Um, and then that leads into the, the DGW um, next week, so... Uh, if he's if he's available in your league, um, maybe somebody picked him up last week in the hope that he would start against Man United and then dropped uh, dropped him when he didn't. I would definitely uh, pick him up and spend fab on him. He's going to be a good one rest of season. Um, I picked up Eze as well on a on a punt um, before this week because I, f- I figured he would start. He did look pretty lively, dominated set pieces. Um, Palace has a pretty good DGW. Uh, in 37, and I, I don't um, I don't think fielding him this week uh, would be a bad play either. So um, yeah, those are a couple guys I like, and also like Hassan Kamara um, because they have Burnley at home and then a double, and he goes out of his mind even though they're not going to keep a keep a clean sheet. So he's somebody a little bit more on, under the radar that uh, I think would be a good play. Mm, nice, I like that. Yeah, I like that shout out definitely. All right, Toddy, any uh, any guys that you're targeting? Um, yeah, for for um, this um, game week 35, I'm looking at the aforementioned uh, Ruben Loftus Cheek. Um, he has Everton away with Reese, um, an injury doubt. Um, I I I like Loftus Cheek at wing back. Um, I like Charlie Taylor as a as a rest of the season uh, hold. He's got to be rostered though, right? Already. Um, he's forty percent rostered. Whoa, really? Across all leagues. Yep, yep. These are these are um, players that I've I've mentioned in my. Waivers article, which has a forty percent rostered cutoff. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> uh, so I I had Charlie Taylor, RLC, and Edward and Katia in there ah. for the HQ, and then uh, some some out there punts, and one of them I'm pretty pretty sneakily confident in. One is that one is Alex. Iwobi, 26% rostered. They have Chelsea at home, and then they have two doubles. And he actually was one of the players, one of very few players who looked energized and who looked decent in the very, very limited um, 
possession and and action that that Everton saw against Liverpool over the weekend. Um, I like him to to hold his spot um, for for the rest of the season. And although it's always questionable how <laughs> how how Lampard's gonna set up and how how um it will be is gonna play i still i still like the upside there that, i think that's got... that's that's a brave call that's a brave call from you my friend i mean alex we, Awobi. we we want to win game weeks <laughs> don't we yes absolutely um, yeah and um in in competitive leagues these are the guys that you you will be able to pick up in reality yeah like like I, I doubt that um, you'll be able to um, get real value when when it comes to like an active twelve team league. Yeah, I and I think you're right. I mean, and that that's the hard part is you know we, we would love to be able to to offer people advice on you know oh hey you know so and so is available in your league well that's a no brainer obviously pick them up but we can't really spend our time focusing on guys that should obviously be rostered <laughs> so it's and, like yeah and i think this is a perfect segue into um a little teaser for next season we ah, have uh sure. for, for what we have in the works um our very own draft lad is working on a sub site uh for the draft society website um, that will feature a way for you to get personalized um, ad drop suggestions from us, um, automated based on uh, projections and based on your league data. So you will be able to enter your league data into our website and it will suggest to you uh high upside and long-term pickup targets um based on your league which it's, i think is ridiculous it's really cool like we we've been we've been piloting it in a sort of like a google sheets version um that is very similar. It kind of reminds me of uh, the <laughs> of the Bundesliga, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Bundesliga fantasy that that we played, uh, set up by Colin Greaves over uh, COVID lockdown, and it sort of reminds me of that, where there's some wizardry going on in in the Google Sheets that is just beyond my ability to fathom uh, anything about it. But it's it's incredible. I mean, it lists all the players and and everyone who's available in your league, and you basically set your matchup and it tells you who you know you have and who you should be starting um your highest upside players based on the projections it tells you who your opponent should be starting uh and what score you can potentially expect from them and then also players that you could pick up and also rest of season players it's 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 crazy it's really cool yep yep um so i suggest um anyone who's interested in such a contraption um <laughs> should should keep on listening to us and keep on reading our site in the off season and we'll we'll have more on this 
um, in the very near future, I think. But yeah, um, <laughs> coming back to to why we are uh, setting up our our articles as we are, um, obviously, we we cannot. We are luckily, luckily, we are writing articles for a, for a big, big chunk of people, and we are presenting pods uh, to to uh, a good good number of people. So we need to set up some rules on 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 how we decide on which players to mention. I think mentioning sub forty percent rostered players will give um, everyone something to think about uh whereas um if we say pick up Salah if he's been dropped does not help anyone in real yeah. life yeah yeah so. <laughs> pick up Salah yeah. if if he has though um to to if, that if, one person out there we're speaking to somebody's been frustrated by his lack of goal scoring recently uh go ahead yeah go ahead and grab him go, you know what you're going to want to add him uh to your team so i would i, I would mean, do that same, now same with KDB <laughs> exactly. Oh uh, yes, 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 yes. Um, Ryan, are you back with us? I am. Nice. Oh, beautiful. Mm, you oh, that's wonderful. Good. Um. So one thing I wanted to ask you. Um. Well, you and Toddy, but I'll I'll direct it to you first. So this is one of those weeks where we have Manchester City playing Leeds. We have Liverpool playing Newcastle. We have um, Manchester United playing Brentford. And we have Chelsea playing Everton. So we've got, you know, all of the, the heavy hitters playing teams that you definitely want to stream against. But unfortunately, most of these players are rostered. Are there any streamers that we could be looking out for on on these teams? Um, I mean, Liverpool is the first game. It's the early game on Saturday at Newcastle. I think that's a tricky fixture, but um, you got to fancy someone like Samikas if if uh, if he gets a start um in that one just because his ghost points are fantastic and even though it's tricky and St. James is a tough place to play right now um would you add him now chance. yeah i'm going to i'm going to try and pick him up um, okay. just cuz it's cuz it's it's low risk high reward um easy drop if he's not in the first in the first game sure you know it doesn't uh doesn't do you any harm so it's it's worth uh it's worth taking a punt on um some of the other ones city uh, zinchenko might still be available on i mean i know Kinsella's coming back so he'll get one spot but i think walker still probably has a knock so if zinchenko's available then then he might be a good one and didn't um, stones get subbed off yesterday through injury i didn't see that yeah i can't did he? I can't remember. I know that he was rushed back from an injury to start that one. Um, yeah, he was. He was starting as a as a right back, right? Yeah. Oh man, FF Scout has Cancelo, Diaz, Laporte, and Ake. Yeah, yeah, Ake's, that's that's a Ake's chance. Okay. Ake at left back. Yeah, Ake's scored decently this season. Really? Um, yeah, last, and he's he's played left back at Bournemouth. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind that play. Um, although the city game's a little bit on the later side, but um, I definitely like getting him as at least as cover if you, 
you have a city asset that you're worried about. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, Man United, I don't, I don't feel like that's a good game against Brentford. I don't know if they have a good matchup anymore. <laughs> I like Brentford. I'm, I'm targeting, I'm actively targeting players going against United. Tell me more about that. Well, I'm actively targeting players. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, okay. Have you seen him play okay. lately? Wh- no, okay, <laughs> like, which players? Like, 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 um, Brian I'm, Mbomo. It's 100%. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, Christian Norris. Is he even on the wire? Mbomo? He, he is. He is in a lot of places, yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, I'll go, I'll go. I'm I'm playing, what's his name? Jonathan Rowe? Is it Jonathan? Something Rowe. <laughs> Jonathan? Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't know we were being so formal. <laughs> does, does he have a Twitter handle? I'm not sure. Mr. Rowe? <laughs> Mr. Rowe. Senior Rowe. Um, I think it's Rowe. I'll, I'll, I'll check. Uh, I'm playing Roslev or Rasmussen as he's named in the actual lineup okay um i'm i'm i don't mind playing um rico rico henry i i'm <laughs> playing all my brentford players no wow. I, I i i misspoke jonathan jonathan bro is a norwich player <laughs> the, the player i'm thinking of <laughs> is I have no idea who I'm thinking of, but I'm playing Marcus Force. If he plays, I'm playing. Um, wow! Now you're just John 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 Visa. I'm playing um, Norgard, obviously. I'm playing Pontus Janssen. Like, interesting. Have you seen Man United oh, play? I, yes, absolutely, absolutely. I just like I don't know that I'm. I'm confident to the point where I'm playing like bit part like role players. Yeah, from I'm not Brentford. even that far. <laughs> not a Rico Henry. Rico, yeah, he he's an interesting case. I like Janssen because he's been scoring well. Otherwise, um, I feel like I I started that trend by playing against him, and now he's just been a house <laughs> on fire. <laughs> I mean, Rico. Rico is, is is he's gonna pop up with a with a lofted pass assist um, for Ivan. He's Ivan. been he's been doing the every other week. He's been he's been playing. So he had he had two point seven five against Chelsea, fifteen and a half against West Ham, five against Watford, and then thirteen and a half against Tottenham. But those are the both of the the higher scores were clean sheets. Do we do we not think that, that they Suzuka. have a, Do we not think that they have a chance of a clean sheet? A chance. I don't I don't think it'll actually happen. I'm not banking on it. I think I think United put one past them. Especially if if uh Ronaldo plays. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I'm 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 happy to start. I mean, obviously you're starting your Tony's um Norgard, if he's back, it looks like he should be. Um, but he's he's been solid. I mean, he's basically a set and forget this year. Um, Mbomo, Yanelt has a decent um, has decent upside. If he yeah, plays. yeah. No, I'm I'm not completely against it, Toddy. I'm not I'm not. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's bold to be honest, but but I like it. 
I like a bold call on here. Is bold the right word? Bold? <laughs> no, is it, Saucy? Uh, office. Spicy? Um, okay, cool. So, all right, interesting. Um, so we, <laughs> we're we not considering Man United a good team anymore. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Noted. <Anymore>? I, mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was going to say... When was it when we con the last time we considered them a good team? Genie was on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been a while ago. My God! It, it Wait for the been. full pod. That was like last. And he was year. the only one saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. Well. Okay. My point in asking the question was that there are very few streamers from these teams, the ones that we're mentioning, right? So even Man United, there are very few streamers. But oh, but that being said. Man United defenders. Are we out on them? God, yes. Okay, just making sure. I'm just making sure we're still on the same page. All right, so we're out on Man United defenders. Doesn't matter who it is. Even the ones that were somewhat serviceable, like your Delos a while back. Then I mean like a month ago. Yes. Okay, we're out on them. All right, okay. Plus they they blank in 37, which is a godsend if you have anybody from the, that team. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, all right, okay, fair enough. Um, you're obviously playing your Fernandez, your Ronaldo's. Are you playing Sancho? Oh, wait, is he injured? Yeah, He's sick, supposedly. He's sick. Tonsillitis. Yep. Got it. Oh, so right? he could be Jesus. back. Could be back for the weekend. Man, this team. I I don't even know what to. Wow. I mean, you kind of have to play Sancho, but yeah, I'm not playing. Like I'm more comfortable playing a bit part player from Brentford than from Man United. Yeah, I I can see it. Um, if if Fred is back, <laughs> are you willing? Uh, in a pinch, there are better streamers, right? Than that, I have so. to be. Villa to guys be. against Norwich, like like uh, Dougie Lou or Fred this week. God, Dougie Lou's been terrible yeah. lately. I was thinking about picking him up for the doubles, and I just don't think I can do it. Three Does the half, open open roster spot is still an option? <laughs> yeah. It always is. You can go with C, none of the above. <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd go with C on this one. <laughs> All right, C, none of the above. Got it. <laughs> perfect. Okay, perfect. Well, let's, uh, unless you have anything else to add on 35. Are we good on that? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk uh, under the radar, and then we'll close it out. Um, Ryan, so this, I'm going to kick it off to you first here. Um, you've got some thoughts in the document, but just to remind people, we're looking at sneaky tactics to employ or maybe players to add now looking towards rest of season. Um, anything really like just small things that managers can do to give them any, any advantage, just any tiny advantage in these final weeks of the season, knows it out, finish, finish ahead of, uh, of their opponents. Yeah. So, I mean, We've kind of started talking about this the last couple of weeks, but now it's it's finally here, like the whole, you know, sprint uh, analogy. You have four game weeks left to win your league. You have to take it game week by game week. So take a look at the schedule, see who you're playing, see 
what your team is, obviously, for, for those game weeks and target the shit out of the best players for that <laughs> game week. So using my team as an example, um, I have a top-of-the-table clash in game week 36, Oof. and he has Matip, of course. Um, and so I'm actively trying to trade uh, to get Allison just to match mm. um, the that double game week and hope that Kanate, um, for the love of God, starts one of those, preferably the second one. Um, and so just that's a, just a microcosm of what you should be doing, the level of detail that you should be um, taking a look at. And um, that includes also if you can thread the needle of making a trade that helps you in the game week that you really need it, but also screws your opponent in a different game week um, by trading a good player and say in 37 to the team that's playing against your rival in 37, but helps you in 36. I mean, that's, those are really the 40 chess plays that you, you really want to be looking at, but you can do that because there's only four game weeks left and we have the complete schedule now. So look at Krellin's latest um, spreadsheet and just do some, you know, next level analysis and just, you know, target, target folks accordingly. Yeah, that makes total sense. Um, Todd, any tactics that, that you're playing around with these days? Yeah, well, uh, you said sneaky. So I'll start with a proper sneaky one. Okay, which, I like it. Which you'll, you'll have to um, be jury on. Um, <laughs> well, I whether, am a, I am a federal juror. So whether whether it's um, it's it's an allowed tactic. So um, for those who are as deeply invested in this fantasy game that um, that we play as us, uh, they know uh, that Ben Krellin has um, his magic sheet, and we at the Draft Society also have our magic fixture difficulty tracker um, these trackers um, have both the full schedule uh, full upcoming schedule um, rest for the rest of the season the one place that does not have the schedule yet is wait for it fan tracks <laughs> so okay um, so at at this current point, a lot of the teams are still shown to have blanks in 37. And F some, I think some of the doubles are still not locked in for 36. So if you want to be sneaky uh, and you are already aware of um, said doubles and blank... You could uh, make one of those trades that Brian has already um, outlined using this information and um, leaving the um, tedious task of um, doing due diligence on a trade offer up to your trade partner. Were he not to do it and use uh, Fantrax as a go-to, it is his loss. Is that too sneaky? No, no. I no, I would I would fair game. I would rule in your favor in that particular case. Okay, so yeah, that 
that's the sneaky one. The less sneaky one is one that I I um routinely mention at this time of year. So any of any of our listeners who are return listeners of after a few years um uh, will know that um that I I myself at this point in time in the season I usually open up a, a, a Google Drive and start planning my eleven uh for for the upcoming game weeks. Obviously leaving some streaming spots open so that I have some wiggle room. But um it does planning ahead for the upcoming four game weeks in such meticulous way does give you a chance to realize and there will be some surprises on players that you think have value and um and think that um shouldn't be dropped that you will see that they may be fully droppable because you will not have them featuring on your team um any time in the upcoming game week so identifying the players to trade out is for me the first thing and then um actually finding the optimal uh trade partner uh looking at the head to head schedules both for yourself and for your uh direct rivals in your leagues uh will do wonders for you so yeah just reiterating what what Ryan um said with the added cheekiness i like it <laughs> added cheekiness yeah the um the other thing that that Toddy said in the doc and i forgot to to underline um is yeah trading big names we talked earlier about so yeah jared bowen has been basically a top five player for most of the season for all of the reasons we uh we talked about earlier he's not going to be a great asset rest of season but he still has those great numbers and he still has the name trade him out for someone who doesn't have any of those things but you know is going to be a great asset especially for a must win so like i would trade bowen for josh brownhill right now mm. sounds crazy but i think brownhill is going to be better rest of season and he's going to possibly win you game week um 37 i am currently trying to deal out it pains me the first one pains me joe linton Mm. asm and foden for saka joe linton and asm we talked about newcastle's schedule yeah Uh, foden has been shit but Mm. I'm, i'm glad that they got the dgw so i can you know at least tout that so you have three basically top 25 players, but you know we're doing game big by game week, and I think Saka has a better chance by himself of helping me win you know the next four games. So looks great on paper, but I think you know the the other end of that is is going to be better. So just those types of of trades just become hmm. a lot more viable right now. Okay, really quickly, I'm totally taking you guys by surprise on this. But we, I mean, we've we've got you know we've got a little bit of time here. We're not running as long as we usually do. Just let if we can like even just like think through this together. Like, who are some of the absolute like heaviest hitters that you would be targeting rest of season? Like, who who are those players that you look at their at their matchups at the schedule? 
you look at their form, um, and you're like just salivating at the the prospects. Um, I'll, I'll throw out uh, just a couple. Um, I hate to say it, but given the Villa schedule, you got to like Coutinho. Yeah. Also, also read a stat that um, even though he's been trash, that he's played ridiculously better at home, and the next I think four four or five fixtures um, are at home and Norwich and then the two doubles. So you got to like Coutinho um, in the run in also like, as I said, the Arsenal assets, Odegaard and, um, and Saka in particular um, also Matty cash at Villa. Um, so That's I'm, I'm kind of targeting those, those two teams as Anthony Gordon, given the fact they have two, two doubles in a row um, and he's just been, he's been a great asset and he's going to start, you know all four of those so especially if you have a must win or in a playoff for 36 37 gordon's going to be gordon's going to be a great asset so those are just a few that that i'm targeting any for you toddy um yeah i think uh, ryan's mentioned most of the ones that are are uh good ones if you if you are looking at like real top top tier assets that you may actually have some some chance of getting um Martinelli has missed the last two starting lineups hasn't hasn't he like yeah yeah I think so uh so he's I think he's a great target um as um I expect him to feature back in in the lineup uh soon and I I think Harry Kane I think I mentioned him last time or last week when we talked about um trade targets for playoffs i think harry kane is, is is a great target they have something to play for <laughs> at this time they are playing for their manager it seems as well um given given how uh the rumors are flying with conte flirting with psg hmm. um obviously spurs have looked awful awful lately yeah. Uh, but but that might be your in, that might be your in. Um, Kane scored sub two, I think, uh, this game week. Um, so so I would test the waters for Kane. Back to the old ways for Harry Kane. Unfortunately, we talked about Salah for Kane last week, didn't we? So that that obviously is still on. You have a better case now of making that happen. Yeah. yeah. Especially since Liverpool also have a double in 36. Right. Yeah, that's but a good call. And that's. I just. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't know if I like that anymore. I like, I would probably do money for Kane. Yeah. But Salah. Pff, nah. That's a different gravy. <laughs> I, don't I, had, th- I don't think so. I had, I had, a, I had some nibbles at my money, uh, and the best one I got was Coutinho for money, which. Which is Ooh. uncomfortably close, but I still rejected that. Still yeah. could re, re resurface, but money has been so good recently that has um, he? Yes, he scored that, that, that a lot. five last week. He did, he did. But other I than called that, it too. Ghosts have been gone in that in that nine role. So when you get any yeah. returns, oh. that's true. That's true. Yeah, 
I almost don't I mean, mind if he doesn't start this weekend, to be honest, because that's going to be a tricky matchup. And if he doesn't score, it's... Oh. I he mean, was, Coutinho, Coutinho is, is not he's been much trash better. Too. Yeah. But Mane was one of the five. few one of the few who got pulled early today too, so I mean that's yeah, he was that's an indicator. Frust- frustrated. Oh yeah, yeah, and I think Klopp probably said to him like, "Dude, we need you for the weekend." Yeah, because yeah. he d- he definitely whispered something and gave him a little cuddle. Yeah, as, as, as Klopp is you. wont to do. Yeah, maybe it was just I love you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, it's yes, me. It's not you. you. <laughs> This is about me, not you. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, I mean, you got you got to like his prospects against Newcastle, but I don't. <laughs> you don't low block and everything, or what? Yeah, I just feel like that's a trap game for mm-hmm. for Liverpool off a short week at St James's Park. First early game on Saturday. Yeah, um, they're gonna be up for it. They're gonna play carefree. I can see it. I can see. Yeah, it. I just yeah. I just feel like we're we're still thinking about Newcastle, like the previous Newcastle. I just don't think it's a great fixture mm-hmm. anymore. I agree. I you know? agree with that. That that sentiment, one hundred percent. I think Newcastle it, is very different yeah, still than the way that we so. used to perceive them. You can yeah, still, and, still got and, to start them. And and Newcastle players actually like they are. Um, I think we have an on the beach uh, themed um, article. Coming out yeah. tomorrow yep. from uh, from our very own the inner geek Luke Wilkins, um, so look out for that. But um, I think Newcastle defied that logic, if if even that is a logic to be defied, uh, because they have loads of players with a lot to prove, mm-hmm. and there's gonna be a huge shakeup, obviously. Uh, in in the summer, so these remaining games are essentially an audition for a lot of the Newcastle players. Yeah. So even if the team itself doesn't have a lot to play for, these players do have their livelihood to play for. I mean, yeah. Plus the the fan bases just come alive, and it's. That place is rocking now. It's just absolutely incredible atmosphere, and I mean, it would be it would be a hell of a time to be a Newcastle player right now. It really would. It just like that. If, that, you, if you can look through the um, <laughs> the sports washing. Well, and, of course, the, of course, yes, and it, we have to, unfortunately, because that's the sport now. Yeah. But yeah. All right, interesting. Uh, the, the only other thing I wanted to mention, I, I forgot. I, I don't know. I forgot to put this in the true or false. Um, but I guess we could just do it now as kind of a way of signing off. Uh, true or false, Kieran Dowell is the next Emmy Buendia. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> and or if you want to change it, you could say true or false, Joe was right all along about Kieran Dowell. I so mean... he followed up that, that actual <laughs> decent performance with uh, what, four? four I know. Half? Yeah, with four. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I pity the poor bastards that actually streamed him after that. Oh, and the, and his ownership went up uh 2.3%. And so Jesus. people did actually add him to their team. I'm obviously kidding. I or hopefully it's no, obvious. I saw I saw people, the guy that's winning my league did. Oh so. man, don't add Kieran Dowell, folks, please. Not to mention the fact that Norwich have a miserable fixture list. It's just 
don't yeah don't do it so if if sheffield don't come up and i don't i haven't checked the taken a look at the championship table in a while but if they don't then dow will be playing rian brewster next season in the championship yep absolutely the joe bowl so what you're telling me is that um all of my all of my favorite sleepers are just uh (laughs) ending up in the championship year after year (laughs) yes got it okay that's a good sign i'd love to see a team of joe joe uh joe streamers sleepers (laughs) oh yes favorite draft sleepers uh 11. 11. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, okay. That's that's fine. We've got a forward. We've got a midfielder. And uh, I'll keep working on it. I'll keep doing the hard work for you guys. <laughs> yeah, man. Field that 11. Uh, I love it. All right. I mean, has, has Rian Brewster even played? I think so. Sco- Rian Brewster has scored the exact same number of goals this season okay. as one absolute fantasy darling mm-hmm. Jaden Bogle <laughs> oh wow Bogle and that is th- and that number three. is three yeah three can't believe Liverpool did that business that like makes that's highway Arsenal's Awobi deal look like child's play. child's play <laughs> that's highway robbery yeah He's yeah. he's ten, only played ten, min- 14 ten matches. starts. Yeah, ten starts, three goals. Actually, that's not bad. A return, goal every three-ish games. Okay, I'm back yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't say much. Solanke's <laughs> uh, actually coming good now. Um, he is for Bournemouth. So, like, I I thought that he was another bad piece of business, but isn't he leading uh, the goal scoring charts? I think so. At least he's up there. Um, twenty-eight. He scored twenty-eight. That's I don't want any part of him next season. No way. What about Mitro? Nope. <laughs> That's going to be a talking point over the summer. I didn't, I didn't the first time, and that'll be fun. Forty-one goals. He's tears it up. Four-one. Four-one. Loves him some championship. He tears it up in the championship. He does. He loves it. All right, I'll leave you with this. The top two questions people ask about Rian Brewster, um, according to Google, (laughs) are how much did Brewster cost and is Brewster injured? (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say is Brewster still alive? (laughs) I mean, basically, it's pretty much that, yeah. (laughs) That's what people are thinking when they ask that first question. Oh, yes. He's still roaming the earth because I haven't seen him score a goal in... Right. A really long time. Right. Well, boys, are we potting uh, Wednesday before we... T- no, Toddy, you, you leave on Wednesday. Are you still no, live on, on Thursday. Thursday. Right? Thursday. You live on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. are we going to are we gonna try to squeeze one in Wednesday night yeah, before we all meet up? Yeah. We could, yeah. yeah. While we're and there, of course. Do the live one while we're there. Okay. A, I don't think I can pack my mic because I pack pretty light, but... Yeah, don't worry about it. We'll... It'll no, probably we, be a lower audio quality think, one, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'd, we'll we'll either do um, uh, we'll we'll go if we have nothing to do, which is not according to the document. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll I've I've already uh, looked at um, 
um studio rentals so that's we, right we could we could do a, a rented studio but i think uh, putting an iphone in the middle of the table when we <laughs> I <laughs> sit love that. together when we're uh, is, all, is also a decent enough option. i love that it'll be a very intimate look into uh the goings-on of that weekend <laughs> Oh, beautiful. All right. Well, we've got one pod left then before Draft of Palooza. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up then right before the epic double game week, which sees Toddy face none other than uh, <laughs> William Jennings Bryant, who will also be at Draft of Palooza. So this will be an interesting one for sure. I like it. I like it. All right. Thanks for tuning in. This has been the KPC. Um, appreciate you guys always uh, as i always say go ahead and start a conversation on twitter if you need some help if you need some advice uh tag us we'll go ahead and retweet that we'll get the community's input let's get you that advice you need whether it's start sit or streamers or uh whatever it's sleepers pickups whatever it is go ahead and tag us we'll get it out there and uh see if you can start a conversation community we love you we'll talk to you guys next time thanks for listening cheers cheers